Hey, what's up out there, people? Um, I just want to preface this by saying that this will not be the format of the uh, upcoming podcast that I'll be doing of the This Episode is About podcast. This is just a small little short movie review that I wanted to get out there. Um, I, I usually have long form actually written reviews on my site, but I'm going to start I'm going to start at least with a few movies that either that, as you'll hear, they'll fall into the category of this Tomb Raider movie that I'm about to talk about. And, and I'll put these up on my site, probably on my Instagram, and I'll probably try to just get the content out there to you guys somehow. But this Tomb Raider movie was not a bad movie. I enjoyed myself. I'm going to say that I had fun at this movie. I enjoyed myself, but it was so devastatingly average. I couldn't believe it. There's there's so much that you could do with this character and the world that she's in and they just decided to just to hit us with another standard blockbuster action movie and that's and that's what was so disappointing about it you had you have so many great actors you had daniel Wu from into the badlands which if you're not watching into the badlands i don't know what you're doing with your life because that show is great and season three is coming up real soon so you might as well catch up while you can and then you they also had alicia vikander who was so good as Laura Croft. She was. I'm I'm not gonna say that she was a problem because she wasn't. She was really good. Like I enjoyed her performance immensely. And she got freaking jacked, so you know she puts in the work. But they just didn't have a lot to work with. Neither did uh Dominic West or um Walton Goggins, who is he is such a good, he's such a good character actor that if you just give him stuff to work with, if it's, if it's at least halfway decent stuff, he can make it look really good because he's just that talented. But he got such mediocre stuff that even he was not as fun as he could have been. And that's unfortunate because you want, you want a little bit of, a little bit of fun from your villain. Like you don't want him having the best time and winning and beating your 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 protagonist but you want them to be having a little bit of fun because you know it's it's an action adventure movie you want to see people having a little bit of fun he was trying to give you that but it's just what they gave him with to work with with his script just it just wasn't enough it was it was very bare bones and very which is weird, and I'm gonna say it, it felt very much like a video game. And that's, I guess that's the unfortunate, that's the unfortunate little problem that these, these movies have to work around. Because it's, it's based on a video game property, but you, and you want people to feel like, oh yeah, this, this feels like the game that I know and love. But at the same time, you don't want a movie to feel like a video game because video game video games though are very fun when it comes to stories lots of them are very basic very generic and you don't want 
your action adventure movie to feel basic and generic because then it just feels at this point at that point it, it just feels interchangeable it the movie felt like it didn't have to be called tomb raider it felt like it could have just been called cave adventurer or anything because it didn't feel particularly significant to the character she she just happened to be named laura croft and and even with like the little fan service things they didn't even give it to you when you wanted it like in the trailers they show her with her double guns she gets them from nick frost at what looks like a pawn shop when you look at the trailer and it's like oh yes that's the laura croft i know she has her fucking two guns let's do it let's get it going i cannot wait to see this in the movie and okay i hope you saw the movie because i'm i'm gonna talk about this a lot out of order spoilers that's like the last thing in the movie it's damn near an end credit scene which just is infuriating that they would do that i i get it you want to you want to sizzle your movie you want to get people in the theaters but come on don't show something that's like the most iconic part of the character that's like the most badass thing that people can't wait to see and and put it in your trailer and then you don't put it in your movie until the end especially when you know it's going to be at the end because you see her interact with Nick Frost Nick Frost character I'd say I'd say about a third into the movie and then once she leaves you know that she won't be going back there at any time soon because you know that her adventure is now about to kick off so that whole thing about yeah that's the badass tomb raider i know and love that's the thing i remember from the video games i know i'm not gonna get that exact character for the whole rest of the film and and that that just if if you watch movies the way i do that just kind of takes you out of it just a little bit so it was it was slightly disappointing to see something like that happen and then and then she meets up with daniel wu who's awesome and i love him and who actually has for his first half of the film he actually has things to do he's a real character he's got backstory he's got issues of of his own he's like okay it, it's almost like a secondary protagonist which is cool but then it gets further into the film and he actually starts to become an unnecessary character they they don't have things for him to do and and that's unfortunate because they could have at least had a moment with his character that could have made it impactful because if if he's going to be useless for the rest of the movie maybe don't have him in the rest of the movie like i know he's great i know he's a huge actor and like a a, a good face to have in the rest of your film but you got to use him and they didn't there's even there's even a moment where it happens because you have you meet Walton Goggins who is who is i'm going to admit a very good antagonist for this film he but everything that i like about him is in his performance it's it's what walton goggins brings to the role it's definitely not what was written for him it's not what's making me go all out and enjoy his villain it was him it was the actor doing his thing and 
when when we see him, we're introduced to him, and he's got this little menace to him, which is good. That's what you want. You you want a, a villain that actually feels scary. You want to be worried for your protagonist, and he and he gets there. He gets you there. He makes you feel worried for her, and then he has this moment where because he's stuck on an island, and they're digging for they're digging actually just in random spots looking for a tomb this tomb of this 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 woman who was buried away who who was like the queen of death or, so, or something like that and and you're you, you see him he's got his he's got his old setup going and he's got basically slave labor he's basically got slave labor on this island of of like trapped and lost fishermen and just other random people and you see him interacting with these slaves and he's like, a, he's just, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of brutal. He's, he's a bad guy. And there's, there's, a, there's a moment in the movie where one of the guys is slowing down because he's feeling sick. He's, he's slowing down the progress and just messing the chain up because, you know, it's, it's a slave chain. So like everybody's, everybody's doing something to accomplish the task. And, and he's slowing down progress. And then you just see Walton Goggins go over to this character and just, you know, he just kills him. Just flat out kills him, tells everyone else to get back to work. And it's like, okay, this is the kind of guy we're dealing with. Our characters are in trouble. There, there is like, there's an actual reason to worry. I'm invested. And then there's a moment later where Daniel Wu is, and it's not even much, much later from that moment where Daniel Wu is trying to help Laura and himself and everyone kind of just like escape and overpower these guys. And Walton Goggins has him dead to rights. Daniel Wu has no weapon. He's, he's right there. He's facing off with him. Walton Goggins has his gun and he kicks him. He just kicks him in the face and knocks him out. And that is so standard action movie trope, and it doesn't fit with the character that we were that we were just given that was just established that he would just kick him in the face. We we learned we learn about him that he also killed Daniel's father. Like he killed that character without worry, without hesitation. But for some reason, he doesn't kill Daniel's character. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying for some reason like I don't know he doesn't kill Daniel Wu because he's Daniel Wu and we want him in the rest of the movie but they use him in the rest of the movie so sparingly he might as well not be there the character's death could have been actually more impactful than just kick him in the face knocking him out and just keeping him along the ride for the rest of the movie because he doesn't really do much for the rest of the movie like you think that the rest of his his story is going to be to like help liberate these people and help free these these slaves from from being forced to work but he frees them and then they all go back because they want to help him and he only goes back because he wants to make sure Laura's okay he never gets to Laura he doesn't see her again until after she's accomplished everything she needed to accomplish so he wasn't useful as to helping the main protagonist accomplish her goal after that point. He, he wasn't needed anymore. 
you could have actually had an impactful moment and yeah you'd, you'd kill them off but he would have been in a good one-third of the movie that's enough to justify his presence in the trailer i mean again like i said you had the double guns moment in the trailer and that wasn't used until the freaking final scene so it it's and it's just more stuff like that throughout throughout this whole movie that are just standard action movie things that are kind of disappointed and they're just kind of disappointing and i don't I don't think if this keeps happening that there'll ever be a really, a really great video game movie, except for of course Mortal Kombat. That's that's uh, video game movie perfection. I I know that it's not, but it kind of is, and it's perfect nostalgia. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor nor there. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts on this movie. Um, follow my uh, Instagram, Twitter. This episode is about um, just... You can get to all my links and find me everywhere just at my website. This episode is about.com. Um, and yeah, but hopefully I have, a, I have the real legit podcast coming soon. This is just little quick movie reviews just because I wanted to get my thoughts out on this thing. I wanted it to be a little bit more raw and... And I, I just thought, you know, another long form written review wasn't going to really help. I needed to just talk about this movie. And it, it's weird that this is the movie that made me actually finally get on the mic and actually talk about it. It wasn't Black Panther. It was Tomb Raider. And that's disappointing. <laughs> but if you guys like this, follow me. Give me a, give me a follow on my different socials and uh, come back and check out my content again, hopefully. But uh, thanks for listening and later, guys.